Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. It's hour two on this Tuesday, Dan or Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Monday Night Football. It's the Rams and the 49ers. Guess the record of Jimmy Garoppolo against the Rams in his career. You're right. He's undefeated. He has never lost to the Rams. Jimmy Garoppolo, 6-0 and versus the Rams. Yes, he, yeah. Uh-huh. Got your attention with that you one. You sure did. Yes, I did. Stat of the day, always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. But the uh, Niners at 1-2 and two hosting the Rams coming up tonight. And uh, Jimmy G against a team that he's had a lot of success. Hmm. Doesn't it feel like we talked about the Rams in the offseason? We talked about the Rams. You had Aaron Donald's situation, Matthew Stafford's elbow. And then all of a sudden they played that Thursday night against the Bills. And then we moved on from the Rams. And it almost feels like this is the second game they played this season. Obviously it's not. But you're playing against the 49ers. Trying to figure out the NFC West right now. Seattle put up some points. They held on to beat Detroit. I don't know what I don't know what to make of the Niners. I don't. Uh, Arizona got a win. You know, it's one of those wins where you say, "All right, it's a win. All right, beat Carolina." You still those are the games that you can lose because you go, "Well, it's only Carolina." But this is a big game for the Rams coming up tonight. 
877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Went through all the games, kind of looking at uh, what one means, maybe more than another. If you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, do you go, all right, now we move ahead. Here's the future. All right, rough start, scored a couple of touchdowns, threw three interceptions. Not all those picks were his fault, but you look at this and go, okay, seemed like some energy there. It felt like he was taking control, best he could, for being a rookie quarterback. But, you know, this is a team that may not win more than seven games, six games. And, yes, as often as we say all Jimmy G does is win, we bring up Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. So <laughs> that's going to be put to test probably more so than any other year this year watching that team. He never had a losing season. All he does is win. All right, poll question for hour two, Seton O'Connor. Dan, I'll update you hour one again real quick. All right. Uh, we had who had the best Ooh. loss of the weekend. Right. right now, the Patriots are in second at 32%, but Missouri's still up there with 40%. Um, we were going to go with. Uh, well, it's a thought anyway. Okay. DK Metcalf was carted off because of uh, a bathroom break. Troubles in the boiler yeah. room there. Yeah. Is that something you admit or needed to admit? Well, you're going to say, you know, what's the injury? Eventually. Just had something to look into or get no, checked I, I don't think you can do that. You don't? I, I, I just say I, I got a Paul Pierce injury. <laughs> you know? I got the Pierce. So it's, it's a, a subtle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you were carted off. What what was hurting? Uh, my Paul Pierce was. Yes, Paul. It was 41-31 Seahawks, nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They needed DK Metcalf to hold off the Lions. There's no... Uh, he couldn't hold off something else. There you hey, go. Someone's brewing. <laughs> hey, how about them Broncos? Let's ride, Todd. <laughs> Very nice. That's Let's a long off. way to go for a bathroom. Yeah, it is. Should they invent something closer? Maybe like a like a trap door? How about a portalette? Yeah, but... You're on display, though, kind of, audibly. And then, like, everybody sees you go in there, yeah, and then it's like, man, take a DK a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you see a golfer, you know, he had a tee shot, and he goes right for the porta potty just runs. And then uh, all of a sudden he's in there, and you're, like, waiting for somebody to come out. People banging on the door. Yeah. Uh, see. That happened to me this weekend. I was at a public place, and I was going to uh, find the bathroom, and somebody went in just ahead of me, and a solid seven to ten minutes later, I'm still standing there, and I was like, you know what? I don't have to go that bad. I'm just going to go ahead and yeah. go back to my seat real quick. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, Penny's Bang Biscuits for your puppy. We got some treats. We got uh, new treats there for you. Uh, we even have the tailgate bundle dog treats available at danpatrick.com. Peacock Halloween Horror. It's time to face your fears with Peacock's Halloween Horror. Catch new movies, classic franchises, and so much more all month long. All right, uh, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do. Are we going to stay with that poll question for hour two, Seton? Uh, Well, you know, we could. I don't know if you wanted to get into it here or not, but the J.J. Watt news broke. uh, Or he self-broke that before it broke, I guess. I guess he thought somebody was going to leak that he had to get his heart kind of jump-started. And, um, I mean, obviously serious, but he said, you know, somebody, I'm being told somebody's going to leak this to the media, so I'm going to come out and tell you exactly 
what I had. Yes, Pauline. Uh, his tweet was uh, about 21 hours ago, so it's right before game time. Quote, I was told somebody leaked some personal information about me, and it's going to be reported out today. I went into AFib on Wednesday. My heart was shocked back in the rhythm on Thursday, and I'm playing today. That's it. Wow. I mean, that is the bare minimum of explanations to the point where some people thought that wasn't a real tweet by him because, like, a player saying hours before kickoff, yeah, I was in AFib. They shocked him back. Game on. Was It was pretty shocking. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering how you get cleared with something like that. Is there a fib protocol that you go through? I mean, after what happened to Tua, I'm just wondering what they look at and go, yeah, you're good. You're good. Nope, you got to stay. Nope, you're good. Wait, your socks aren't pulled up high enough. You're going to be, you stay over here. You know, the whole thing with Tua, and I said this on Friday, that we would get into the weekend. We'd have college football, pro football. We'd have the Monday night game, and we'd move on from Tua Tonga Bailoa. But there's more developments here. The independent neurologist who's on the sidelines, who is agreed upon by the NFL and the NFL Players Association, he got fired. I don't even know his name. Nobody's released his name. But why did he get fired if he did what he was supposed to do? If the team doctor has the final say on Tua going back into the game, that's the guy who needs to be fired. Or or we at least have to have a discussion about this. The independent neuro neurologist will give his opinion or her opinion. And then it's up to that the team doctor to go, all right, I got all my information. I'm going to allow him to go back in according to the protocol that's written. This is what I was told by a former quarterback. And we were discussing this. He knows that I was definitely fired up about this with Tua. And he said, if I was at your house and I got up to go home and I stumbled once and then I stumbled again, would you let me drive? I said, no. If I was a boxer... And I got up off the canvas, and I shook my head, and I stumbled once, and then I had to be held up again. Would you let me continue to fight? And I said, no. He said, then why in the hell would they allow Tua to go back into the game? I don't care what test, protocol, whatever he passed. I have to look at this and go, there's something here. I, I, I'm going to protect you. I gotta, I'm going to take you out. I have to protect you. And you start to stumble, not once, but twice. I'm not going to let you drive your car. I'm not going to let you go back into the ring. And I'm certainly not going to let you quarterback a football game in the NFL. Yes, Eden. I agree with everything you just said. However, that's not football. Football is, oh, really, your knee hurts? Go get a needle in it and get back out there. I agree. That's it. It's, an, it's not a, a typical mindset. It's not even really a healthy mindset, really. But that's what the game is. And if you don't want to get back out there, all right, the next guy will go out there. Even if that's the mindset. And, and, you know, I was brought up in a culture that you got out and played. I had two older brothers that played and they played, and it didn't matter how hurt you were, you went out and played. I still have to have a grown-up on the sidelines who's overseeing this to say, no, he's going to have to sit out. 
Well, no, he's been cleared. I don't, I don't care. Did you see him stumble? And nobody has talked about his back. If I had a back injury that would cause that reaction, I'd probably want to come out of the game and have somebody test me here. Or somebody say, no, he's not going back in. He's just not. Even if it's not a concussion. And boy, were they so quick to say, you know, it's not a concussion. Even the head coach. Well, all he's got is a concussion. How stupid is that? All he has is, so he's got brain trauma or swelling? Oh, it's all it is is a, a concussion. Oh, it's only, thank God it's only a concussion. Thank God it's only a concussion? That's part of the problem. Hey, it, it's only a concussion. Yeah, Paul. Here's what I don't understand. Going back to the Bills game where he gets hit by Milano from the Bills and Tua gets hit. Why would the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant from that game be fired if he put a guy with a back injury back in the game? Because according to Tua, after the game, and his coach, he had a back injury. The NFL has not changed his diagnosis from the game or his listing from that game. You know, why would you fire someone to put someone with a back injury back in the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) this story does not match up. We sent a note to the Dolphins to find out more information. And they said it was a back injury. Yes, Eaton. And, you know, I wonder, too, if there's a little more of the story should be focused on the ground. You know, yeah, like turf has become a big story, right? Mm-hmm. You need to replace some turf. But it seems like most concussions in the NFL happen not because of helmet-to-helmet contact, but because of somebody's head hitting the ground. Is there any way to change the turf or something to make it more giving rather than, you know, so so hard? Well, they've been trying to do that for a long, long time trying to figure out what's the best turf to use, Mm. also the cost of turf, and they want to use their stadiums for concerts and so many other things. Uh, Can you you slide out a field and, and, you know, slide it back to play a game? So there's a lot of things that they've toyed with. We did ask the Dolphins. We we just wanted to know what is the injury classified as, and we heard from the Dolphins' PR. He was evaluated for a head injury, listed as questionable to return during the game at that time. He cleared the evaluation, meaning he did not have a head injury and thus returned to the game. Why is this doctor fired? What did he do wrong? That's what I want to just tell me. I, first of all, who is he? I can ask him. We'll have him on the show and say, why'd you get fired? Uh, PR department goes on to say after the game, Tua and Coach McDaniel both described the back injury he suffered in the game and played through. He was listed on the injury report the next day with back and ankle injuries which is required for any players receiving treatment. I hope that answers your question. Okay, so no concussion. Why was the doctor fired? Did he follow protocol? Did he do everything he was supposed to do? What about the doctor who then put him back in? No issue with that team doctor, but the independent doctor got fired. You know, it's one of those, in my opinion, when you tell a lie and you keep telling a lie, then all of a sudden you get more holes in your story or you forget what your lie was the previous time. Yes, Tom. And why are these several missteps so vague and so mysterious? Mm-hmm. Why are we not? It's not a doctor-patient privilege thing. Why can't we find out exactly what were the steps that were missed? The New York Times reported the story, and they didn't even have the doctor's name. But once again, before we take a break, if you were at my house at a party and got up and stumbled like that, and somebody had to hold you up, would you allow that person to drive home? Would you allow them to drive home 30 minutes later? 
if that was a boxer who got to his feet, shaking his head, stumbled, took a couple of steps, stumbled again, had to be held up, would you let that fight continue? And the answer is no. So why, no matter what it was with Tua, would you let him go back into that football game? That's what I want to know. Take a break. Have more on this story. More of your phone calls as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Back after this. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride from the pandemic to inflation. You could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not alone. It's a refund. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. And uh, the team of tax attorneys they put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned $1 billion, over $1 billion to businesses, and maybe they can help you as well. They do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all type can qualify, including those who took PPP nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Find out if you qualify. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions for your business. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. So don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You don't the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness. 
And that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This family takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you is to drive them on the, off the lot. Uh, Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. I needed uh, some professional help. Well, I've been told that before. Professional help on what happened with Tua and that situation. Once again, talking to a former NFL quarterback who said, if I was at a party and I got up and stumbled like that twice, would you let me drive home? The answer is no. If I was a boxer and I stumbled twice in the ring and had to be helped up, would you let me continue to fight? And the answer is no. So Tua, the Dolphins sent us a note saying this morning he did not have a concussion. It's back an ankle injury, but it feels like, uh, you know, this, this was in the Bills game. And now the game against the Bengals, so that's, that's the first concussion apparently that he's had. But the independent neurologist got fired. What did he do wrong? That's what I want to know because eventually it's the team doctor who says, I'm going to sign off and send him back in. Is he disciplined? And what'd they do wrong? Tom Pelissero, he's supposed to have answers to this. The uh, NFL reporter joins us now. So walk me through this so I can understand how we got to this point, Tom. Well, it's, a, it's a complicated question, Dan, because let's start with that game on last Sunday, a week ago, uh, against the Bills. We all saw the same thing on TV, which is that Tua gets up, shakes his head, takes a few steps, kind of loses his balance, takes a couple more steps, then his teammates kind of grab him. I think that everyone watching is saying that's somebody who has a concussion. He goes into the locker room, I think it was in the second quarter, gets checked out, comes out in the third quarter, and the word comes quickly from the Dolphins that it was, in fact, a back injury and not a head injury that Tua had suffered, which is how uh, he ends up getting cleared. And obviously, four days later, he's being checked, Every day, they're required under the protocols to check him the day after the game because he had a concussion check. They voluntarily do it just to monitor, just to make sure, each day leading up to the Thursday night game. 
And then he suffers one of the most um, horrific looking concussions that we've seen uh, in the modern NFL. So while that's going on, the NFLPA, which initiated an investigation, which they're allowed to do under the CBA, right after uh, the Sunday incident is beginning its investigation. The day after the Cincinnati game, they interview both the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant and the uh, Dolphins team physician who had been in on the concussion check. By Saturday, they had informed the UNC uh, that they were terminating him. My understanding of why um, the unaffiliated uh, neurologist was terminated was a combination of he did not understand his role as the UNC, did not understand what he was supposed to be doing, even though, again, this is an individual who under the CBA has to be a highly qualified surgeon or neurospecialist. They're approved by the NFL and NFLPA until they're not, um, but did not seem to understand that he did not work for the league, that he was there on behalf of the welfare of players, and then also that he became hostile uh, in the interview process, which led the union to believe that he did not have players' best interests uh, at heart, and therefore they exercised their right to terminate him. Now, I would also tell you, from what I understand, the league was not happy that they terminated him and that word got out quickly after they informed the player reps uh, that they had taken that step, which then leads you to the statement we had on Saturday night, joint from the NFL and NFLPA, saying they have agreed to address the gross motor instability, which is in essence the loophole that allowed them to say it was his back, not his head, and that gets him back onto the field. My understanding is they've already agreed on the parameters. They're working out final language. There's a process they have to go through uh, to finalize it. But that's going to be uh, changed here. But that statement also said the investigation's ongoing to this point. And I'm paraphrasing here. There's been no wrongdoing found. In other words, and no one at this point has ruled that Tua actually had a concussion last Sunday. And what the Dolphins told you this morning is the same thing that I've been told by many people involved here, which is based on all the medical information. He didn't have a, have a concussion. That still leaves open the question, number one, how did the doctors come to the conclusion that to his back, not his head, caused the stumble? And if the concussion checklist, as they call it, was fully checked and no protocols were violated, then it becomes, I think, relatively obvious that the public appetite and the player's appetite for what players should go back onto the field, that this fell below the line. But go back to what a former quarterback told me over the weekend. If you were at a party and you saw somebody get up and stumble and then stumble again, would you let that person drive? Well, and that's precisely what they're trying to eliminate now with these updated protocols. What the union wants here, and it's going to be some form of this, is eliminating the medical judgment aspect of the gross motor instability. In other words, if you stumble, you are out of the game. And there's not somebody deciding, well, it was because of this. And remember, these are doctors. You go to your doctor, you don't, you don't just say, hey, doc, what's wrong with me? Like, you probably go, hey, my foot's hurting or my back's hurting. So the first thing they're doing is asking Tool what's going on. If he's saying it's my back, then they're taking that into consideration. Again, it's up to them to make the medical judgment. What this updated protocols will do now is say there is no judgment. You're simply coming off the field. But that also could potentially have unintended consequences, which um, for what Dr. Alan Sills, the chief, NFL's chief medical officer, told us yesterday is part of the conversation now. I mean, think about a situation where Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs a couple of years ago yeah. got hit, gets up, he stumbles, he's got a knee injury, his knee buckles for a second, and he wobbles and gets back up. Well, now is Patrick Mahomes being pulled off the field in a playoff game? If, in fact, the language is that clear, 
The answer will be yes. Now, and when does this start, for Tom? When does pulling off players from the field, even if they don't have concussions? Okay, but when does this new language get inserted here? Is this starting now? The hope is it will be for week five. Okay. That it will be in effect for week five, though by putting out that statement on Saturday, that was intended, if people weren't already, to put everyone on, in the league on notice that when in doubt, get them out. I think there were about a dozen players yesterday who were announced as being evaluated for concussions. The only one I'm aware of who went back into the game uh, was Justin Reed, the chief safety. Guys like Brian Hoyer, Tyrod Taylor did not return to the game. That's not abnormal. A yeah. lot of the players who get checked for concussions end up having concussions and being held out of the game. But I think it's fair to say everybody is on high alert right now, understanding um, the scrutiny here and justifiably so for exactly what happened with Tua. Yeah, I, I still don't know why the doctor, if the, did the independent neurologist do his job? Uh, did the team doc, the team doctor sent him back in as well. I don't know if anybody has a problem with that, if he's facing disciplinary action. Plus, nobody's really addressed a back injury that led to it to have that reaction, Tom. That's what I don't understand here. That, that appeared to be pretty serious to me. Well, certainly, and it's he was on the injury report with back and ankle injuries uh, during the course of the week. We don't know the entirety of what treatment um, was put into place there. Um, what we do know is what Tua said, which was that he thought it happened on a quarterback sneak earlier, and then it locked up. Again, we know what our eyes tell us. Yeah. There's also two medical doctors who are supposed to be making these decisions, which I think that you know, if there's one other thing that comes out of this, I think it's from all the coaches I've talked to with other teams, people who know Mike McDaniel, people who don't, everyone to a man says, this is literally why the protocols exist, is to keep the coaches out of it. So the coach isn't making the judgment. So to the extent that Mike McDaniel should override the doctors on their medical judgment, that, that's, a, that's a hard one. Coaches are, are taught to leave the medical evaluation to the doctors, take their information back. If the player can go in, um, then he can go back in. But you know, to again, back to the point of what the process is with the team physician and the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant, under the collective bargaining agreement, the team physician exclusively makes that decision. The unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant can ask questions to the player. They can offer information and opinions. It is the team physician who makes the call on both, does this player have a concussion, and can he return to play? Dr. Alan Sills said he's not aware of any situation that came down to a coin flip and they educate everyone to, if there's two differing opinions, to take the more conservative opinion or remove the player, which tells you in this case, both doctors agreed that Tua should be able to go back into the game, but it is ultimately the team physician's responsibility under the CBA. Talking to Tom Pelissero, the uh, NFL Network insider. By the way, Giants-Packers live on NFL Network Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern from London. Is there any protocol for AFib with uh, J.J. Watt getting his heart shocked back into rhythm here? That's that's something that we've seen. Um, usually there's a handful of players through the combine process every year who get flagged for irregular heartbeats. Yeah. Um, AFib is not, I mean, I'm not in any way. It's Of course, it's not my heart, so for, I'm never going to call it a minor injury just because I don't have it. Uh, but it is something that's relatively common, and they're able to do something with it. You know, J.J. Watt going and playing a game uh, three days later, obviously, again, he and the medical doctors made the decision that that was going to be uh, something that was safe for him to do. So it's not completely unprecedented. I would certainly think that's something that they're going to monitor going forward. Um, but he went out and played like J.J. Watt and had a pretty big tip ball there late in the game. We brought this up in the first hour. 
you know, having a third-string quarterback on the sidelines without taking a roster spot, can you have – I mean, is that a big deal? I know you get to add two practice players, so you're up to 55. But can you have, like, a, you know, an extra goalie in hockey? You know, just something in case – so instead, Saquon Barkley is going to be your third-string quarterback here. Well, and they had that for years. I think that went away, I don't know off the top of my head, but I want to say around 2008 or so that they eliminated that rule. You used to have the third quarterback dress as the 46th man, and the change that they made to the roster rules was now you just get 46. What happened was a lot of teams started keeping up an extra linebacker or DB or something for special teams, and so – it's really only in cases where a player comes into a game with an injury right now that you see the third quarterback active on game day. But we've seen, I mean, several situations here, and I certainly think that with the um, updated concussion protocol, that has to factor into people's thinking here, which is that there's a higher percentage chance that a player could be taken off the field even if they don't have a concussion uh, for a precaution. Uh, you may see more teams uh, taking that into evaluation similar to how for a long time, a lot of teams only carried two quarterbacks. Then COVID hit. Everybody started having a third quarterback. Then COVID also changed the roster rules. You could have veterans on your practice squad. You can elevate those players. Um, I, I would I would think that's something that teams are going to have to address here. Everybody's got their you know their emergency quarterback and then the emergency emergency quarterback. Like I thought that was one of the interesting parts of the Patriots game yesterday was the reporters who cover the team going, well, Jacoby Myers is the emergency fourth quarterback, but he's inactive. We don't know who the fifth quarterback is, but you're one you're one play away from uh, from that coming into play. At least Bailey Zappi went out, and for a uh, rookie from Western Kentucky, he chucked it around pretty good. Um, most importantly, I'll save this uh, for last, and it's far more serious than the other things. Uh, DK Metcalf going to be listed on the injury list for uh, you know being carted off with that whatever tragic in- injury that he had in the game. I will say this for DK Metcalf, and, you know, this is always why I I always hesitate to tweet or retweet when I see a guy on the cart who didn't have an obvious injury because there are different places. They've encouraged players in recent years to not go to the bathroom on the sideline, not to just have the two guys with towels and you're you're under the Gatorade coolers relieving yourself. It is a hike in Ford Field because you got to go around the field, you got to go up the tunnel, and then it's like the second area up there. It's, It's a tough place. When nature calls, there's like one little bathroom. And I know this uh, because <laughs> every game, it's one of the big things, Dan, that I'm I'm always conscientious of when I'm doing pregame hits on NFL sure. Network, which is how far am I? Where is it? What's the situation? I can tell you it's a two-stall bathroom that's accessible off the field. If not, you got to go all the way up and into the locker room. So it's smart move by DK. He, uh, he got himself back a little quicker. That's great reporting right there. I, why doesn't NFL Network do a, a story on best and worst bathroom situation and then talk to players about what that's like to try to get – man, this has got Sports Emmy written all over it. Might as well hand it to you here, Tom. Here's what I'm going to do, Dan. I'm going to make a TikTok just for you. I know you're big on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will make it. I will start filming the bathrooms for the rest of the year, and we'll see if we can come to a conclusion by the end of this. Yes, and I would like diagrams. I would like to have explanations here. Uh, You test me. It's like George Costanza in New York City. I can tell you the best restroom that the media is allowed to use in every stadium in the NFL, top of my head. I like that. Tom, thanks for joining us as always. Tom Pellicero, he works for the NFL Network. He's an insider, and his newest project assignment is i got to find out about the bathroom situation. Because I'm watching DK Metcalf, and I go, did he, I, where did, when did he get hurt? 
And then, you know, usually when you go off the field and you give the thumbs up or something, and I thought, it doesn't look serious. It doesn't look like he's in pain. He might have been in pain, but yes. Do you, man? You start getting those sweats, though. Uh, You're like, oh, guys, just get me out of here. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, they call them the off-ramp sweats after, you know, you go off for the wrong kind of meal and you're in the off-ramp. You know your house is a mile away. Okay, what if that was a quarterback? What if that were Geno Smith or a person that was absolutely vital to the game? DK is pretty vital and had to miss a series. I know. You're right. Lamar Jackson had, remember the walk he had last year? Going to the bathroom and they caught it on camera? Yeah, walk of shame. Yeah. <laughs> Feels uh, like an odd time in the game, though, to have that happen. Yeah, I guess you kind of plan your day accordingly. I know that he doesn't have necessarily the best diet, but it feels like that trouble would have happened a while earlier. Not that it's on a schedule or anything, but... couple uh, of couple of phone calls here. Uh, Francis in Syracuse. <laughs> Hi, Francis. What up, DP? 6'3", a soft 225. That's some best and the worst of the weekend, and I'm going to follow it up with a little pie to the face bet for Mr. Fritzy. Uh, best of the weekend, <laughs> Cuse, 5-0. and oh. Yeah. Chumping up on an FBS school. Worst of the weekend, line went off between 50 and 53. They shortened the second half, and nobody got paid on Cuse's win. Bad beat. Um, Fritzy, pie to the face bet. I got parents weekend coming up here in Syracuse the weekend of the 15th. We're playing NC State at home. I want the Cuse. No points. Pie to the face on the quad after the game. So you got Syracuse a straight up beating NC State. Absolutely, Fritzy. Just to see the look on your face while I pie to the face. <laughs> hey, check with your son. Maybe we can make it real interesting. Wow. If I win, my son pies you to the face. If you win, your son pies me to the face. I will have to look into that. I think NC State's going to win that game. I'll be rooting for Cuse, obviously, but that would be shocking if they take down the Wolfpack, even though it's in, uh, it's in Syracuse. So what's the, what's the bet? Well, at least between me and him, if uh, if Syracuse wins, I will get you know get a pie to the face I don't, to get the sons involved. I don't want to speak for my kid. I'd have to see if he's uh, up for that. I'm sure that he would love to smash Francis in the <laughs> face with a pie. All right, so I guess you got a bet there. Yes, Paul? This is going to be my worst of the weekend, but since he brought it up. So Syracuse football is pretty good this year. They yeah. scheduled Wagner, an FCS foe, a couple years ago. Wagner's going to get the big payout, as yeah. usual. Yeah. We've seen this. The score is 59-0. to At some point, the head coach of Syracuse and Wagner, Seahawks, I think they are, got together mm-hmm. and said, we'll shorten the next two quarters and make them running clock. Yeah. Now, first of all, that affects Vegas. The entire game's off the board. It's a wipe. But how do you do that if you're the head coach of Wagner? And I'm not making fun. I'm asking. Unless it was, for, if it's because your players were being injured in some fashion, you would just cancel the second half. If it's because of embarrassment, no one would have noticed that they lost 70-0. to but people are noticing because they asked for the game to be shortened or agreed to it. It's unclear who brought it up. I know you 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 schedule these games, you book these games so you can make some money for your, your athletic department. But are you booking it knowing you're putting your kids at risk? Because doesn't isn't that what it comes down to? Should you be playing a game like this? Yes, we're going to make money, but. Are these kids sacrificial lambs for the money to then go into the athletic department? And then you get into a game like that and you go, you know, on second thought, we probably should end this game as quickly as possible. Yeah, Paul. Wagner football has had a tough time of it. They've lost their last 24 games. They've, you know, they've been a bad team for a while, but this game could have been scheduled years ago. Should they? Well, okay. 
But should they be playing this game? Yeah, more. But if you're a kid that plays at Wagner, you look, or if you're one of those small schools that plays Bama or Georgia or whoever, you look on your schedule. Like this year, you're a sophomore. You're like, yo, junior year, we play at Bama. Let's, they're excited. But if you're the coaches, you're like, I'm not sure, but it's big money, and those kids will have to be on a national stage. So they're not even thinking about it like that, I don't think. Well, big money, national stage to be embarrassed. Outmanned. What about Appalachian State? Well, no, they, they have a history. I mean, that, that, that's a high-end team. Wagner's not a high-end team. I mean, I think Wagner, didn't Wagner used to be Division three? Right. They've lost 24 in a row, their own four in the season. Oh. But they've scheduled, they scheduled Syracuse a few years ago. The coach, Thomasella Wagner, after the game said he wouldn't really discuss the details of the agreement, but uh, Syracuse was up 49-0 at halftime. Both teams agreed to play two 10-minute quarters after halftime due to the lopsided score. After the game, he just talked about Syracuse saying they have a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback, an SEC transfer, ACC transfer. I think he needs to talk about this. Like, you know what? Something happened here. Conversation happened. Did did he want to play this game? What, were his kids ready to be able to play in a game like this? I mean, doesn't it come down to the cost of playing a game and your your players? Wagner also scheduled Rutgers, which I know they're low end, but they are a Big Ten team. So they played Rutgers and Syracuse this year. Yeah. And they got two big payouts. Yes, Todd. That conversation has to be had way before it's on the schedule. Once it's on the schedule, there's no mercy rules. It's not Little League. You're not altering the minutes. I don't like that. You're there. Whoever's getting paid, the game maybe should have not been played between those teams. Whatever it is, you play the full game with the rules as they are. And if it's 140 to 2, whatever it is, you've got to just play it. Well, no this isn't deals. North Dakota State. This is an Appalachian State. Is it Appalachian or Appalachian? Appalachian. Yeah, Latch. Latch. But if I go on the Appalachian Trail, I can call it Appalachian Trail. I think in Maine you can. Okay. I know. I told my wife I'd meet her in Maine. She wants to do the Appalachian Trail. I said, I'll meet you in Maine, hon. You walk from Georgia to Maine. You're going to show up for the, like, the last three miles? Yes. <laughs> yes. But but I'm going to make it seem like uh, you know I've, I've been on the, the trail for three months. Because people, you know, take three months, four months to do it. She goes, you know, when you retire, how about we do that? I go, I'm going to keep working. (laughs) I'm going to keep working just to avoid that. All right, let me take a break. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters. Gaps in health coverage. But... When the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> The over-under for the Seahawks and the Lions was 47 and a half. That should have been the over-under for both of these teams. Seattle winning 48-45. So there were 12 touchdowns and over 1,000 yards of offense. Oh, if you're the Lions offense, you're looking at that defense going, a little help here, guys. All right, best and worst of the weekend. Paulie, you gave me your worst, which was Wagner playing against Syracuse. Yeah, well, I'd like more details on the Wagner going to the 10-minute second half. Uh, my best of the weekend, huge in-state rivalry, Dan. Rhode Island Rams took down the Brown Bears. No surprise there. Mm. But the big one, my four-star came through. Mississippi State Bulldogs, my Bulldogs, opened up a can on Texas A&M, 42-24. Mm-hmm. 
Jimbo better get uh, recruiting. Can he get recruited? Uh, can he start recruiting before the Alabama game? Can they bring in some new players for that Alabama game? Yeah, Pauline. Wasn't the A&M Alabama game going to be game of the year Supposed three months ago? Yeah, we were circling that one on the calendar. Now that game might be Ole Miss against Alabama. Todd, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend, Kansas City, Kansas State QB, Adrian Martinez, in the win over Texas Tech, threw for a touchdown, ran for three more, 171 rushing yards against the Red Raiders. Last week he ran for 148 and four TDs versus Oklahoma. Worst, speaking of Oklahoma, Sooners defense at TCU. God. They gave up 27 points in the first quarter alone, then 14 in each of the next two quarters, 55-24 Horned Frogs. Seton O'Connor, best and worst. My best of the weekend, Geno Smith, officially better than Russell Wilson. I think we could say it now. <laughs> Not overreacting. An upgrade, an upgrade over Russell Wilson. They're letting him cook, apparently, yeah. which is working out well. How yeah. about that? Papa Gino. All right, love it. Okay. Uh, my worst of the weekend, um, I had to be out of the house uh, for the 430 games, and I recorded Patriots Packers, yeah. and it was great. Everything was fine. I avoided my phone. We didn't, there's a whole group of us. Nobody looked, whatever. We got home. We turned on the game. We were like, yes, this is awesome. Oh, my God, Hoyer's out. Look at uh, Bailey killing it. This is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, we're going to overtime. How are they doing this? <laughs> Recording stopped. Ah, oh, I didn't do the extra 30 minutes. Damn it. We managed all that time to avoid all of this information, and it was this awesome experience. It was this great game, and then it was like, oh, okay, well, uh, should have hit the extension. Damn it. Here's uh, Bill Belichick on Aaron Rodgers. In the end, you know, Rodgers is just too good. Um, he made some some throws that only Rodgers can make. We had we had pretty good coverage on on some of those, and he just, you know, he's just too smart, too good, too accurate. And in the end, he just he got us. We couldn't quite do enough, uh, you know, in the other areas to to quite offset it. Um, that Bailey really competed well, but a lot of guys compete well. We just obviously came up a little bit short. Interesting to hear Bill give that much credit to Aaron Rodgers, basically saying, hey, he was better than, he was smarter than us. And you're not facing Rodgers that often, but he saw some things that only Rodgers can do. And a couple of plays, and you think, all right, we got the right defense, and he's still outsmarted us. Here is uh, Aaron Rodgers ask about the win against a uh, third-string quarterback. Is winning this way where your defense isn't as great as advertised and you don't play as well as you expect, is this sustainable for you guys? Sustainable? I think winning is sustainable for sure. I think we're going to have to play a little bit better against starting quarterbacks. This is a game we had to win for sure. I mean, you can't. Can't be two and two losing to a third string quarterback and and not playing great in all three phases. So we had to have this one. That doesn't take anything away from the joy of winning, but this is the one we had to have. Uh, Barry in Santa Fe. Barry, welcome back. Best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. I believe it was uh, Charles Dickens who summed up the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Best of the weekend, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Another improbable come-from-behind victory. Uh, well, overcame stupid plays and stupid penalties. Zach Wilson looked pretty good. Worst of the weekend, Dansby, Effin, Swanson, and the Braves sweep the Mets. Suck at me. Uh, <laughs> Keep your head up, Eric. 
Albert Pujols hit his 702nd home run, tying Babe Ruth for second place on the all-time RBI list. If he retires after this season, he will have homered in his uh, first home at bat uh, at Bush Stadium and his final regular season home at bat in the new Bush Stadium. What an ending for Albert Pujols. Now you have the postseason, and that's where you hope that he's still able to maintain you know, some semblance of uh, greatness there, goodness there. But talk about a way to go out. He certainly uh, did a wonderful job. Final hour coming up, more phone calls. Fritzy has the Kevin Harlan game. Six calls that may or may not have actually been uttered by Kevin while calling the Broncos Raiders broadcast yesterday. That's coming up. One more item as we close that hour, too. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Christopher Slutman is one of those heroes, a decorated 15-year FDNY member, later became a staff sergeant in the U.S. Marine Corps. He was serving in Afghanistan when he was killed in action by an IED in 2019. He left behind his wife and three young children. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage, lifting the financial burden and bring their family some stability. Christopher's family is also able to stay in the house that he and his wife picked to raise their kids. Tunnel to Towers honored his service, paid off his mortgage, but it's thanks to you. Help America's heroes and their families. You donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, letter T, the number two letter T.org, and we thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is innovation on a magnificent scale. Available with the epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com EQS.